Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football, whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or sometimes even IDP. We got you covered all year long. Let's do it, let's do it, let's get to Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Today is Wednesday, December 7th, 2022, and I'm your host, John June. This guy to my left would be my homie, Greg Penniman, a.k.a. G Money. Greg, how we doing today, brother? Doing well, doing well. Thursday night football coming up. Got a, got, a, got a good matchup, you know, decent one. Got some, you know, some storylines in it. Crazy that we never thought Baker would be back. On the field, that's the craziest thing. Sorry, shout out to Aaron Judge though. He's a Yankee for life, man. Let's go. I I get it. I mean, I'll give you some slack because he did almost reportedly, falsely reportedly sign oh. with a West Coast team out in San Fran. So I will give you because we are talking about two West Coast teams. But you said that the craziest thing is Baker playing in this game. I, I think the craziest thing is that you said we have a good game. I think to me that's the craziest. Thing. I'm trying to, you know, make something of it. You know, how like, you know, the pregame shows hype it up, how like Fox, like America's game of the week, be hyping it up when it's not a game. You know, that's what I'm trying to do, you know, make it somewhat interesting for the people, you know. <laughs> well, I mean, I, it's definitely important for a lot of people though. I, I know that. Six teams on by. I know I know it's important at least. No, it's it's definitely important, and that's why we are we are here to help. Obviously, with this with this playoff push, and um, you know, we we are here to talk about Thursday night game, like Greg talked about between the Rams and the Raiders. We're also going to give out our streams of the week and some uh, bold predictions, aka player props. Uh, but we're also going to do some talk about some playoff tips and some things that you know uh, are you know some pointers that you know we like to take heading into this playoff push uh, and into the fantasy playoffs so we're going to discuss all of that on episode 299 today is so you know what that means uh tomorrow which we will be on tomorrow for part one um doing the 1 p.m games feels like forever since we've done one of those but uh part one will be episode 300 so it'll be crazy but we'll uh we'll be on here and we'll we'll uh yeah do that tomorrow so just make sure you, you like subscribe all that good stuff, whether you're watching on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, or you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, uh, just make sure you you do comment, you like, you subscribe, all that good stuff. Make sure you you, you get the notifications so that you don't miss a show. You don't want to miss, you know, we've done 300 of these in some form or fashion. You don't want to miss the the next 300. So uh, you just make sure you are you're plugged in and you're ready to go. But without further ado, Greg, I actually there's since we are going to talk about playoffs, I will save like some potential injuries and stuff for right before the playoff push, just because there are some, I guess, some strategies that we got to discuss with that. But let's jump into the streams of the week, Greg, and your quarterback stream of the week. Uh, I'm sure the people can guess who it is, uh, but uh, but if not, you'll just tell us, right? Yeah, man. Mike White going against Buffalo, 20% rostered. Uh, in the two games he's played, he's been balling out, you know, averaging right over 300 yards per game, over averaging 342 yards per game, uh, which is a very high number. Uh, getting has three touchdowns in those games, uh, still uh, giving you a, a safe floor because of those passing yards. And I think in the, in these all these competitive games where the Jets have to kind of put up points, this is going to be a, a case here when they have to go put up points against Buffalo, a defense that is attackable. I mean, you've been saying it for the last four weeks now, so. 
think this is a matchup where he can get close to that 300 yard number again, uh, get in the end zone with his, uh, with some, with passing with Gary Wilson and his weapons and stuff like that. So I think you got to continue to roll him out there, man. He's getting that, the attempts up 42 and a half attempts per game in those two games. So I think that is very fantasy friendly and Mike White should, should continue to put up points. Yeah, definitely like this one. Um, you know, the Buffalo defense is one that we have, you, you said it. we've been saying it for weeks. It is attackable. Uh, they can't, you know, oh, they can't oh, they can't outrun all these injuries that they're getting on, on the defensive side of the football. Uh, you know, every time they get a player back, they lose another one. You know, just found out today that they lost Von Miller for the year with what turns out that he actually did injure his ACL uh, required surgery. So, um, yeah, the defense is attackable. The, there is one thing to watch with this game as we get closer to kickoff. There is potential rain in this game right now. 60% chance of precipitation in the area, uh, and obviously it's Buffalo. So uh, if it gets cold enough, it, that, that could be snow. So uh, not right now. It's not forecasted to be snow, but just things to keep in mind in terms of, you know, the, the weather here. Uh, but my quarterback stream of the week, I, this is really about with six teams on by, uh, which – I guess none of them really, maybe only one of them being a team that you would look to for a quarterback. Uh, all these other streaming options that I prefer are highly rostered. So I'm going with Tyler Huntley. He's 22% rostered in Yahoo leagues. Uh, don't love the matchup here, but this is all about Huntley's ability with his legs. Uh, and if you're looking you know, for a, fo a floor play, I think this game only has a total of 36 and a half. So I, like we've talked about during the waiver show, like, Probably not going to anticipate a, a big ceiling here with a lot of passing yards from Tyler Huntley, but we do know that he can get it done on the ground. He he obviously can punch one in from, from around the goal line as well. I do prefer guys like Goff and Cousins and even Derek Carr, who plays in you know the Thursday night game, Daniel Jones. Uh, you know, I do prefer all those guys above Huntley, but, you know, they're all rostered above, you know, 50%. Depending on how the weather turns out with Mike White, like I, I would play him over Huntley. Uh, if if Tana if uh, Ryan Tannehill could get trailing Burks, he intrigues me as well as a, as a top quarterback option. But, but, yeah, all in all, if those guys are not available in your league, Huntley has an opportunity to produce mainly because of his legs in this one. Yeah, man, definitely going to make plays. I mean, that last game. Uh, he was able to do what he had to do in in a ten nine game, so yeah, he can he can make a wake up find a way. Yeah, and I it, don't want to say this is like good news for Mark Andrews because it's not like him and Lamar didn't have a great relation or connection on the field. But I just remember last year Huntley was like we all thought like oh Mark Andrews might be toast, but Huntley comes in and he's like no, I'm throwing the ball to Mark Andrews <laughs> like every rep like. That's where this ball is going. So, and there's no Marquise Brown, there's no Rashad Bateman. Uh, yeah, I I think the uh, sky's the limit here for for Mark Andrews going forward. You know, I wouldn't be continue. I wouldn't worry about him. Is all I all I would say. I guess. Uh, Greg, your tight end start of the week, as we just talked about, probably uh, top three tight end this week. Yeah, man. No offense. Uh, coming off a a great week, probably one of his best weeks of the season last week. Uh. But over the last four games, he's been doing pretty well. You know, solid floor. He's getting averaging uh, 51 and a half yards per game over the last four weeks. Uh, I'll take that for a tight end position. Now I'm streaming. That gives you a safe floor. Uh, he's getting clo targeted close to five times a game. So he's getting he's out there. He's he's playing well. Going against Carolina, a matchup where 
you know, they is uh, not the best matchup, but I think Seattle, as far as you know, Smith, they'll find opportunities and scoring opportunities uh, as a as a you know one of the above average offenses in the league. And uh, no offense, should be uh, in there. I mean, I think he's definitely uh, got some touchdown regression too for some touchdown opportunities coming as well. He's only got one touchdown over those last four games as well. So I think he, you know, should be looked at more uh, in the red zone. He, he, I think he will. Yeah, I, I just, I'm, I'm upset for Noah Fant here. He gets a downgrade last week. He was my start of the week. So this week he goes to stream of the week. You know, <laughs> I, I, he finishes the tight end one, Greg. I mean, I don't know. No, I, I love this one. Noah Fant, uh, he's, you know, he's been quietly productive over these last few games. I mean, his, he does have a nice floor, hasn't had, less than 34 receiving yards in, in any of his last four games. So I, I definitely like this one. Uh, six teams on by, again, you know, the Atlanta Falcons, Chicago Bears, Green Bay Packers, Indianapolis Colts, New Orleans Saints, and Washington Commanders. Uh, we have a tight end, maybe two in there, that uh, maybe three, uh, and, and maybe like another two on the Saints, but um, depending on if you want to play Taysom Hill or not. But – uh, you know, there's decent amount of teams on by, but this guy's been somewhat productive, and that's Austin Hooper, and the matchup is good here. He, you know, he's been pretty solid the last four weeks, only 14 or 15% rostered in Yahoo leagues. Uh, but, you know, these last few weeks, he's been the tight end six in PPR points the last four weeks, and now he gets a cake matchup here against Jacksonville, who ranks uh, second, who allows the second most PPR points to the tight end position in their last three games, and if if Traylon Burks, who I mentioned before, misses time, then that could boost his target share potentially in this matchup against Jacksonville. Yeah, for sure, definitely. I think uh, you no know, target should be there, especially yeah, what you're saying, Traylon Burks being banged up a little bit, so opportunity should be there. Yeah, Greg, and what are you doing for your defensive stream of the week this week? Uh, sticking with Pittsburgh, I mean, you know, going against 42% rostered, going against That's Baltimore. Not, not Atlanta, going against Baltimore, my bad. Yeah, going, going <laughs> against Baltimore. Uh, you know, the same, you know, the you were saying the reasons, you know, Tyler Huntley can be, he can still be just as good as a stream, and this Pittsburgh defense could uh could still dominate in a way because you know, over the last four weeks, they've gotten at least one sack and at least one pick. So they've been uh, creating opportunities for them turnover-wise uh, against teams. And it's a divisional matchup. It's going to be low scoring. You already said the over, the under. I mean, over under is thirty nine. That's going to you, hit. You the said under. it right. The under. Yeah, the under <laughs> is going to. Hit. Yeah, divisional matchup. Grinded out. Uh, two. You know, inexperienced quarterbacks. This is definitely going to be uh one of those classic AFC North matchups. So I'm looking forward to Pittsburgh creating some turnovers. Yeah, I definitely like this one. I like it so much. I actually am also going with Pittsburgh against Baltimore as my. Uh, stream of the week. Uh, I know what you're saying. You're probably like, John, why would I stream Tyler Huntley and stream the Pittsburgh defense? No, both can be true for sure. Both can be true. Uh, Sacks don't cost you anything. And, uh, you know, TJ Watt, like we say, this defense is is different when he plays. Uh, And, you know, the Steelers are my fourth ranked defense in terms of my projection based rankings. Uh, So, yeah, I, I, I do like Pittsburgh a lot this week against Baltimore. Yeah. Um, that pretty much covers that in terms of our streams of the week. Let's move on. Oh, I guess we can say this, right? Because we won't talk about him until like Saturday when we do part two, but Hunter Henry was in consideration for both of our streams of the week. He plays Arizona. 
Greg assumed he was going to be my stream of the week. I assumed that he would, I would wake up and he would be rostered over 50%. So I wasn't going to bother, but he's not, and he's out there. So if you are in a league, I think, you know, Greg is in agreement. Like Hunter Henry's probably the top tight end stream yeah. this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Arizona, you have the best matchup of any tight end uh, for, you know, for that position. So yeah, you gotta, you gotta jump on that. Uh, especially if he's, if he's out there. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and he's still out there in some leagues. I know some, you know, there was a couple leagues I was in, he got picked up, but in some of my other leagues, he's still out there. Um, let's move into Thursday night football now. And we are covering a team, a game against the five and seven Las Vegas Raiders who are traveling to Los Angeles to take on the three and nine Los Angeles Rams. This game has a 44 and a half point total where the LA Raiders are five and a half point road favorites in this one. In terms of weather, we're okay. No concerns there. In terms of injuries, uh, Josh Jacobs coming off the short week, uh, back-to-back massive workloads. He's limited with a quad injury. Uh, running back Amir Abdullah, he's questionable with a hamstring. Darren Waller, he's on track to be activated from the injured, the injured reserve. He states that he could possibly play against New England, uh, not next, not this week, but the week after. And then for the Rams, wide receiver Ben Skoranek, he's questionable with the shoulder. John Wolford is questionable with a neck. And newly acquired Baker, uh, quarterback Baker Mayfield, as said by Sean McVay, who we know is a liar, but mm-hmm. he's, I don't know if I think he – I don't know if he's lying about this one. Says that it's not out of the realm of possibility that Baker Mayfield plays. Um, John Wolford is injured, has a neck injury, um, could be wear and tear, uh, could also, you know, be a significant or not a significant injury, but one which causes him to miss some time. Um, Bryce Perkins, I don't think I think they tried that. They don't really want to do that again. But do you? Is it fair to ask Baker Mayfield to? play in a football game as a quarterback behind this offensive line with those weapons on like two days of walkthroughs because they didn't practice Thursday night football it's it's just walkthroughs so yeah I I don't know that's something I mean obviously from a fantasy perspective I don't think that that really makes a difference maybe you go out and you say hey I want to stream the Raiders who the Raiders defense Mm -hmm. who they are one of the top streaming options this week from a defensive perspective. I don't know if I want to play a bad defense. I was having this conversation in my head, you know, the other day, Greg, like, do you play a bad defense against an offensive mind like Sean McVay who can maybe overcome for some of his deficiencies by no, like picking out what you're bad at? Like, I don't, I don't really know what to think to what to make of that. No, nah, I mean, there's only so much you could do as a coach. I mean, they're, three, they're three and nine. Like, I'm sure they played bad defenses this year already. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah I think Vegas uh, is, a, is a good option. Yeah, no, okay. Maybe I'm overthinking it. So, uh, for the Raiders, Greg, or for this game, Greg, what are you, uh, where are you leaning in terms of uh, the matchup here? Uh, I think I'm going to take the under uh, the cover. I think I'm going to take uh, – Raiders to cover. They were able to get cover last week as well. Got seven. 
and one actually beat Seattle by six as well. So I'm gonna take them to cover, um, and I'm gonna take the uh, Vegas Raiders to win. Playing their the best football right now, actually, you know, on a three-game win streak. Uh, so looking to get four uh, on their side. Derek Carr, I think, is a solid streaming option this week as well. Uh, I think a high in QB two could uh, finish as a QB one borderline because you know Rams secondary has been very weak this year, um, and especially being killed by wide receiver one. So Devontae Adams is in for a smash, smash five day. He should dominate as he has been all year. Uh, you know, no reason he should have finished top three wide receiver. Um, Josh Jacobs should continue to dominate as well uh, as a high-end wide receiver. I mean, RB1. Um, so looking to play him out there. Foster Moreau, <clears throat> I think, uh, can be used as a deep league, you know, streaming option. I uh, think he, you know, is com- coming of his own up and down, obviously, this season. But I think with the 16 one by, I think uh, in a pinch, I think you can use him. Uh, so, and Matt Collins, uh, for the, this game, I think, you know, they'll probably be leading a little bit. They probably will lean on a little bit more Josh Jacobs. So Matt Collins are probably not as hot on him as I, it was in the last couple of weeks, but Devontae should kill. Josh Jacobs should kill. Derek Carr should have a solid game. And on the Rams side, uh, it's really coming down to who this running back is going to be, who's going to get the more snap percentage. I'm willing to play that person. Just don't know if it's Cam Akers or Kyron Williams. I'm going to go with – I'm going to just go off trend and just say Cam Akers is, like, back in play as a RB3. And, yeah, that's all I got. For How right confident now. do you feel about that? I'm not confident at all. I'm, like, not confident at all. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm confident in that. The, the game here, because we, we both got the same thing. I'm taking the under, taking the Vegas Raiders to cover, and the Vegas Raiders to win. In terms of the fantasy uh, matchups, Josh Jacobs, I think he's an RB1. I mean, I did talk about the, the workload that he's had these last few weeks. He's had 21 carries in four, at least 21 carries in four straight games. He, he's had carries of 21, 24, 33, 26. Uh, so, again, Thursday night football. Do they let do they do they continue to feed them? I think that they do because I you know like you talked about the Raiders, they're on a three game win streak. I I think that they are they're five and seven right, so they're not out of the playoff no. hunt. They're they, they you know they put up the graphic the other day and the Raiders are in the hunt now. So I think that they lean on Josh Jacobs as a formula that's been working for them. They're going to continue to do that and. I think that, you know, with Thursday Night Football, you get the extra days rest, right? Ten days rest now instead of, you know, just a week. So I think that they're going to use that to their advantage here. Uh, I, I do like um, Devontae Adams. I did not realize. you were When we were talking the other day and we were talking about, you know, I was saying Amon Ross St. Brown, like I don't think there's any wide receiver I'd rather have than him right now. And you were saying Devontae, Devontae, and – like, I just remember him being, like, disappointing at the beginning of the year, but I didn't realize the stretch that he's been on. Yeah, he's been on a tear right now. <laughs> tear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I did not realize that, he, you know, the tear that he's that he's been on. It's, I, I don't have any Devontae Adams, uh, which I guess is, is kind of crazy to think about. But, yeah, it's just he's he's been phenomenal. So – he is uh, a wide receiver one this week. Uh, I, I will continue to, to rank Amon Ross St. Brown as the wide receiver one until it happens. Uh, so Devontae Adams, he's going to be the wide receiver two for me in my rankings this week, but he's ob- absolutely 
uh, you know, in a smash spot here against the Rams. Foster Moreau, I think he's in play as a tight end one, has a nice matchup here, uh, you know, against against the L.A. Rams, the same L.A. Rams that Noah Fant had his matchup against last week. Uh, you know, and Moreau had 33 yards on his, I think, first catch, but then didn't finish the game. So, you know, he's, you know, definitely involved, has had, I think, 30 or 40 receiving yards in about every game he's played, you know, it, it, since Darren Waller's been out. Uh, Derek Carr, I think he's an intriguing QB one option for sure. I I think he's he's someone that's definitely in play. Um, and then for the LA Rams, <laughs> so JJ Zacharyson, late round quarterback, he talked about he thinks it's game script dependent. He thinks okay. that Cam Makers led. He thinks that Cam Akers led the backfield in touches because they were playing with a lead, and they played with a lead for more than they have played with a lead in recent weeks. And the week before, they were trailing against Kansas City, and so that game script was more for Kyron Williams, right? Uh, so I, I think you can only play these guys in DFS. Like that's the only place I like. Like if you have to win, <laughs> like you need to win. Like how? Like imagine you start Cam Akers on Thursday night, and you just sit there, and it's like two points, and then you just gotta stare at that for the whole weekend. <laughs> like that would be so. Like I, I, I think I'm confident. I'm comfortable just sitting this one out with these guys. I mean. I know there's six teams on by, but I I just can't I can't do it to myself. Yes, it's it's tough. Uh, yeah, I, I think if you can really try to find one, you must you must find one. You have to find another option. But yeah, because it's Thursday too. Yeah, it, and you got to make that decision quick. Um, hopefully I'm you know hoping the Raiders could get a blowout. You might star Mayor Abdullah, you know, get <laughs> over <laughs> over them too. <laughs> Yeah, man. I just it, it it's tough. Like, yeah. definitely tough. Uh, not one that I would I would want to, you know, put my put my my fa my fantasy season on <laughs> the line for. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about some some bold predictions, Greg. What do you got uh, in terms of a prop for this game here? I think I'm all Raiders here. Taking uh, Devontae's over on receiving yards, which is eighty and a half. Taking Josh Jacobs over in his rushing yards, which is 89 and a half. And then give me a Devontae Adams anytime touchdown. This man's been on a, a tear as far as touchdowns this year. Uh, I think in the last, what, five games, he's got uh, seven touchdowns. So I'm here for it. All right. Yeah, I, I am with you in the yardage. Uh, I went, except, you know, I like to play the ladders. So I, I, I went Devontae Adams. 100 plus receiving yards, which doesn't crazy. No, it's not. Not at all. He had 177 last week. He's got over 120 in his last four out of the last five games. Yeah, so. but look at what the Rams have done in recent weeks. They allowed yeah. two receivers to go over 120. Yeah, no. Go for 127 last week. They allowed two, both Arizona receivers in DeAndre Hopkins and Rondell Moore. Hopkins had 98. Rondell Moore had 94. 
Uh, they go look at the the box score yeah. when they played the Chiefs. They allowed every receiver on that team to go over twenty eight receive or 25, 28 receiving yards. Yeah. That's yeah, like that's like two him. wide receiver. That's two hundred <laughs> yard wide receivers right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I think Devontae Adams a hundred a hundred uh, receiving yards. It, it's it just kind of feels like stealing. I mean, yeah, he averages all one eighteen against the Rams too historically. So him. 100 receiving yards i believe the the i believe the the line on that is plus 140 for 100 receiving yards for if i'm not mistaken i'm just checking yeah plus 140 for 100 uh receiving yards but you know i'm never going to stop there greg i'm never going to stop there so you know i got to parlay it so oh, now you got to parlay it also have josh jacobs yep over a hundred receiving, a hundred rushing yards. Been easy for him the last. This man is. That's plus last, 134. Yeah. The only like, thing we did talk about the workload and stuff. So if there's any cause for concern, that would probably be it. Um, but 160 over the last three games. Yeah, he's he's been on a tear. So that's plus 130. I think I said was it plus. Plus one thirty four for for Josh Jacobs a hundred plus receiving yards. So if you parlay those two together, you've got a plus four sixty nine. So that is a hundred dollars to win four hundred and sixty nine dollars. Yeah, no, I'm 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 gonna do both for sure. What because that is perfect because I don't need to rely on the touchdown, which is the hardest one, and then just rely on them getting getting those yards. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, so there you go. There you have it. Your Thursday night FFDX prop bets. So let's talk about playoffs. Playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, Greg, obviously, you know, we have not just the League of Extraordinary People, but we also have a league that we co-manage. Uh, it is a half PPR league. And so uh, we are fighting for playoff push in that one. Mm-hmm. You know, we're basically in an elimination game where even if we do lose, I think, you, like you said, Greg, we have a, an opportunity to make it. I don't like to think like that. I just want to no, win. Yeah. Well, Let's yep, get this win. Uh, but yeah, no, we, you know, and then we have different teams and different, you know, and, and other different uh, areas. You know, I, I've got some teams that have already clinched playoffs, clinched for bye weeks and things like that. So let's just talk about just overall general, you know, playoff tips, like what, what things are you trying to do right now or, you know, to set yourself up, up for, you know, not just getting in the playoffs this week, but a successful playoff playoff run. Yeah, no, definitely uh, always a proponent of getting, again, those safety net running backs uh, specifically, um, you know, especially if you're, I don't know, a Joe Mix manager, if you're a uh, Josh Jacobs manager, or I don't know, a, uh, you know, Dalvin Cook manager, go get those those safety net guys uh, to help you sustain success uh, for, you know, the the playoffs. Because, you know, I'm sure in the playoffs, not a lot of people has fab money. Fab money is real low these days. So uh, unless you, you know, didn't really weren't active on your fab money, you're probably lower than 50 percent of what you have. So uh, you don't want to try to break the bank during the fantasy playoff time. And yeah, you're 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 more than threat more more now than ever. You're looking ahead. You're looking at defensive matchups for week 13, 14, no, 14, 15, 16. So if it, sorry, 15, 16, 17. 
and sometimes for 18 for some of those leagues out there you're looking at those matchups who got the the best ones uh and hey this if you want to pick up have two defenses on the roster this is the time to do it um and have a, a plan ready for for you know the entire playoff run yeah absolutely i, I like both of those you know the safety net running backs obviously you know um you, you want to be able to shore those up, those insurance policies up, even if you don't, like we said, even if you don't roster them, right? right? Like Alexander to. Madison is, you know, the Dalvin Cook manager has the audacity to let Al- Alexander Madison sit on waivers. Go scoop him up, right? Like, you know, things like that. Uh, looking ahead to defensive matchups, that's another fantastic one. Uh, you know, look ahead to week 14, 15. You know, see who has matchups against Houston. You know, we talked about Kansas City and, and they're fantastic you know, playoff, playoff stretch where they get two matchups against Denver and one, one against Houston, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, Tennessee also has a really good playoff schedule. So look ahead to those teams, grab those. This is the time to, you know, if you've already, if you have, if your quarterback has already been on by, unless you, you know, you're in a super flex league or you have, you know, I guess, uh, unless you have like Kyler Murray and Justin Fields and Lamar Jackson, like some team I know has that. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Uh, but unless you have those, like you're not going to drop those players because obviously you don't want to face those players. Like I don't yeah. want no, another no. team who's, you know, no. maybe they're they're limping into the playoffs with Tom Brady. Like I don't want you to yeah, don't give them that. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, but like if, you know, you've got, you know, Kirk Cousins and I don't, I don't even know who would be like, like Jared Goff, right? Like, Maybe after maybe after this week, I'd be willing to expose one of those guys, you know, two waivers, because I don't need a backup quarterback, right? And right. and now with more teams eliminated from playoff contention, you're not you're competing with less teams for streaming quarterback options and streaming defenses mm-hmm. and things of that nature. So to that point, also make sure you have an emergency fund. You talked about the you know the the. Playing, you, you talked about you know people not having fab money at this time, right? Save some bucks, right? Save eight, nine, ten dollars of fab, so that like you can outbid other playoff teams for for that defense. You know, if there is an injury that happens mid playoffs, right? Like I remember a few years ago, uh, you know, Todd Gurley suffered that knee injury, right? And it was championship week, and people, you know, C.J. Anderson and people made it into the playoffs with Todd Gurley, you know, basically limped in, but didn't have, you know, didn't have him for that playoff stretch. And, you know, CJ Anderson was a hot commodity on waivers for championship week. Right. So make sure you have, you know, that fab money saved up so you can, you can make those bids out and out bids those teams for those uh, defenses, a streaming quarterback and, and, and backup running or, you know, backup running backs or a wide receiver, things like that. Uh, the other thing I would add, I talked about it the other day. If you have, if you, if you've earned the bye week, you know, it's, we get a lot of, you know, the, the adrenaline and the endorphins are running because we, 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 we can set our lineup and we want to see how well they've done. And, you know, somebody recently said to me, yeah, but you gotta, you know, I want to get, I want them to get the reps in, you know, like, you know, don't, can't have, can't have a down week, (laughs) but None of that is as important as maintaining flexibility throughout the fantasy playoffs, right? Having the bye week affords you the opportunity to do a lot of things. It affords you to not have to 
you know, maybe you don't have to roster a tight end because you 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 know you're you can you can hoard all these defenses. You know, maybe you you are an awaiting a player like Dallas Goddard who is coming off IR and you don't have to start him in week 15. You can see how he does and start him the next week or you know, you know, plan around that. But the most important thing is if you have a player in your lineup and they go down, God forbid there's an injury, you that player is stuck in your lineup. You can't yeah. drop them, you can't make an adjustment. But if you if you have your whole bench empty. You can that player gets injured and Yahoo, you know, a league that lets you drop players after they've after they've already played, you can drop them right then and there and just pivot to another player at, at another position who yep. hasn't played their game yet. So just maintain that flexibility. I know you want to see how your team scores, uh, but I, I'm promise you the flexibility is more important. Just use a calculator. Yeah, just use a calculator if you really want to put the time into that. Yeah, you'll, you if you really want to score, you'll you'll find a way. Yeah, yeah, just <laughs> just. Punch them in Excel real quick. Just see what yeah. it would look like. You know, actually, that's a great idea. Just punch your lineup in Excel, the lineup that you would start in Excel, and then <laughs> then calculate the scores, and then be, walk, and then you you'd be happy and walk away from it. So, uh, any anything else you got, Greg, in terms of playoff tips? Uh, no, I think that's about it. Those are uh, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. So what are we doing? I know there's some quarterback injuries, right? Like Lamar Jackson, he he suffered you know, what's known to be a PCL injury. That's a two to four week injury by, by reports out there. Is he somebody that if you are the Lamar Jackson manager, are you holding him through the fantasy playoffs or are you willing to drop him now? Uh, I think if, unless I really have no other options, then you might do what you have to do, but I, I, I would try to keep him, hold him uh, two to four weeks. I mean, the Ravens need to make the playoffs. I could see him trying to, also, it's a contract year for Lamar. I mean, if he come what two week, if he beats the two week timeline, he comes back minimum. That's still that's playoff time. So uh, even four week time is a that's championship game. So I think uh, it's worth it to keep him, unless you really can't. I think it's tough, right? I mean, some injury experts were talking. This is a knee injury, right? So even if he comes back, he's not gonna be the same Lamar that, you know, he's been right. Like I think Zach Wilson had this injury last year and it took him a little bit. I mean, he sat out, I think two to four weeks or, you know, three weeks or whatever it was. And it still took him a little bit to, to really get his mobility back. And, and obviously we know how important that is to Lamar Jackson's game. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, speaking as a Lamar Jackson manager in a league of extraordinary people, he was kind of disappointing before the injury. Mm. Right. Like I was rolling him out there and it's like, you know, he was great to start the year, but he kind of faded, you know, especially after losing Rashad Bateman. So, you know, it's it's it was it was tough to, you know, to throw him out there every week when he was underperforming. And now you get the injury. It's kind of I'm looking at it as I'm might drop him and let somebody else, you know, pick him let up be someone and, else's problem. Yeah. Yeah. Let him be somebody else's problem, especially if I can afford to. Right. Like we talked, we've talked about, you know, Mike White's schedule, we, you know, Trevor Lawrence is, is been fantastic. He's dealing with an injury of his own. So that's something to monitor. You know, Jared Goff has been good as well. So there's all these other options that you could take, right? Like I would even like the other approach. If you, if you really want to hold on to Lamar is just pick up Tyler Huntley. Yeah. Just the have other, that, have that ready. Tyler you just Huntley. have 
you have you have the Ravens quarterback situation, you know, pretty much uh, set there. Uh, but I I think you could, you know, over these next four weeks, you could make it streaming honestly yeah. in, in one quarterback leagues. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I think that pretty much covers it. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about the 1 p.m. games tomorrow and break down all of that stuff. Uh, so, you know, just make sure you you tune in. Uh, make It w- will be sometime in the evening, uh, you know, before Thursday night football. So just, you know, make sure you, you turn the notifications on, tune in, check it out. And, um, yeah, as you make this, this playoff push, just – true than it is right now so everyone have a good evening we'll see y'all later actually tomorrow for episode 300 have a good one we're out of here peace yeah